Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Old school, Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite. We are back. Brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop. Located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. Uh, we appreciate the text line. I don't know what the unknown text or 8503 talk about. It's awkward. I don't know what that was back in 41. Maybe that was Rico. Uh, Disc Golf Jake, appreciate the, the love. And on the stream, Tyler Olsen as well. But much promised uh, ESPN's uh, draft analysis or, or analyzer or whatever. Draft guru, we'll call him that. Um, he's taken over, not taken over, but, you know, right up there with Mel Kuyper has came out with his two-round mock draft. Todd McShay, he's actually pretty good because he usually kind of keeps, you know, uh, keeps, you know, he's really consistent throughout the year and, and he kind of gets it, what it takes to, you know, in some form or fashion to, to be good in the NFL. Normal, C.J. Stroud going number one, Bryce Young number two. I think those are both franchise locks. I think that C.J. Stroud kind of fits down in Carolina a little bit more. Uh, Bryce Young is what Houston needs, you know, which is a leader, leader and a good face for the uh, program. And going to Alabama, I think it's a seamless transition. Now we get right into the Colts, right there for you, Austin. And it's a trade with the Arizona Cardinals, which they just a dumpster fire just to come up one spot, which it seems dumb because they're not going to draft anybody, but. His Colts are going to make sure they draft to get up to number three, probably so nobody else gets up there. And they are projected, according to Todd McShay, even though they signed Gardner Minshew this offseason, a great sign there, Austin. Great, you know, great offseason uh, work there for you. They're going to pick Anthony Richardson. I want to get your opinion, Kenny, on Anthony Richardson as a quarterback. Short, you know, tenure, extremely athletic, checks all the boxes that you want. Big. Fast. Fast, strong, su- superior arm. It's pretty accurate, even though he has a small sample size. Has shown that he's able to actually fit the ball in the tight windows. A lot of interceptions and not a lot of, obviously, he's not a two- or three-year starter. You know, what, I want to know what your feeling is over taking for the Colts to take him versus somebody that's actually played for two years, say like a Will Levis who has his issues, which is accuracy issues. So would you rather have somebody that has accurate, accurate issues, kind of you know, kind of like Josh Allen had, but I think Josh Allen is different, versus a guy that's a superior athlete that really pops off as far as you know, his, you know when he's in his shorts? I'll take a superior athlete, um, but you're taking his kid on potential. Um, like you said, he's – he has he doesn't have as many starts as as the other guys, mm-hmm. um, so you're taking them on potential. You're projecting a two year window, three year window, uh, develop them, then maybe he's ready to take over the reins. Right. I don't think you throw him right in the fire. You can't throw him right in the fire, or you're just gonna you're gonna kill. Even if even if Gardner Minshew or anybody else that they pick up late and free and they say that their season is just done, you don't think that you need to play him 
second half of the season, get them some reps. If they're struggling in the first half of the season, yeah, you have to play them now. Now you just take your lumps. It's like taking over a program. Right. You got to put the – If if the guys that been there were so-called starters and you're struggling with them three games into the season – you got to throw them throw oh, them yeah. away, and you got to just take your lumps with the young guys and get them reps and get them ready because now you're looking towards the future. Right. So him, again. It, boomer bust. Boomer bust, but I wouldn't throw him to the fire right right away. I'd let him sit, let him watch, let him learn. If we're struggling midway through the season, hey, this is your show now. Let, let's see what you can do. I wanted to ask both of you guys this, and then I'm going to ask Austin first. Do you think the success of Jalen Hurts in his second year – People see, the funny thing about the, the media, I guess, are people – they're looking at Jalen Hurts now. They forgot that he went through rook- his rookie year where they were thinking about drafting a quarterback this last draft. Mm-hmm. But with this, do you think with the success of Jalen Hurts and where the NFL potentially could go, um, and his in, in th- that's what you see recent, right? Is you know he's been pretty dominant. He was up for the MVP, but he got hurt. Do you think his success has changed the way people view quarterbacks and trying to replicate what the Eagles did? To kind of not force him out on the field, but feel like okay, well, yeah, we can throw him out there, and we'll deal with a little bit of, you know, speed bumps or rocky waters. But we're trying to get that next Jalen Hurts. Do you think that affected the way that they could possibly draft if this holds held, held true? Could be. I think any of these top four guys have enough mobility to make it work. That was the right. knock on Stroud is that he, he didn't run, he right. wouldn't run. He's a better athlete. Showed he could against Georgia. Young, we know he's mobile. Got to be as a right. no, not prototypical pocket passer. Richardson, you have the four four forty built like a linebacker, yeah, two hundred forty four pounds. Right, even yeah. even Levis could move yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I think any of those guys are mobile enough. I think most of them have better arms than Jalen Hurts did coming into the league. I think Hurts has developed to a point where you can trust his arm, not maybe yeah. to win you games, but he won't lose you games. Um, with Steichen coming over from Philly. I know he's worked with Jalen Hurts, but he's yeah. also worked with Philip Rivers and Justin Herbert, right. two guys that you won't confuse mm-hmm. for mobile yeah. quarterbacks. Right. A quarterback's first job is always going to be Throwing to the throw ball. the ball. Yeah. And I guess even before that, you can say their first job is to move the ball, whatever that looks like. I don't think we're going to see a lot of guys used as extremely as, you know, say Lamar Jackson was in mm-hmm. the run game. I think we're going to go more to the Jalen Hurts style where the quarterback is a runner. You have zone read principles in your offense busted out from time to time. And if you can make plays on the move, do that. What do you think, Kenny? Do you think – I mean, because I think the NFL is a copycat league. You're looking at – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is mobile when he wants to be. It seems like he, he – as the season goes on, and he more banged up, he, that's when he'd be rolling he, out. Because people don't, yeah, don't yeah, expect him to run. And he's a better athlete than people give him credit you for. You just watch his college film. Well, go back to watch him in high school. Go, go watch his – Because he can hoop, too. Yes. So, so if you go watch his, his, his college film and in high school stuff, you know he was an athlete. So do you think the league's a copycat league when you when you think of like could that be could that kind of influence especially when you're a new regime taking over with the Colts like and you know that's what he's used to seeing and has been successful the closest thing in this draft when you talk about big fast and strong and what a rocket arm is him and he probably thinks I if I can get Jalen Hurts for you know MVP race in year number two I could do this with yeah, this guy yeah I think it's it's a copycat league I just think to me. As a GM and as a head coach, coordinator, you sit down. What do you want to do? What do you foresee? How do you want this to go? And if you foresee your offense built around him, let's take him. Right. Because he's an athlete. He's he's big. He's athletic. Then with his size, he can take more punishment. Right. If he does decide to run the ball. And 
quiet as kept. The Colts have one of the best running backs. You're going to assume he's going to come back and be healthy. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor in the league. Seen you, him you, a couple you, times. Right. <laughs> and, you, and you also assume that high-priced offensive line, they kept Kelly, who was their center. Mm-hmm. So that's going to make any transition for any quarterback quicker and seamless. And you got Quentin Nelson and that offensive line. You assume they're going to have a bounce-back year. And they have a good good tight ends. And no, they. I'm not you don't sold. like the big. You don't like number eighty one. No. Yeah. He's a basketball player playing football. You don't he's, like Marcus? He's fine. Paul? He's replacement level. Gates was a basketball player playing football. Marcus Pollard. But Antonio Gates was a football player who played basketball in college. Marcus, like, Marcus Pollard. He played at Bradley. He was a good. Bas- he was a basketball. Mo Ali Cox isn't that level. All right. He's replacement. All right, he's they, fine. Okay, fine. They, Jack they, they don't have a tight end, so they Jelani need to find Woods a tight end. Could be good. Kylan Granson could be a kind of flex split out tight end. But knowing that I'm fully willing to trust. Well, coats and they drafted receivers decently over the last few years. Okay. You don't yeah. like Pittman? Oh, I love Pittman. Other than that, eh? Because they they, they took Campbell. Hard. They well, that's his squad. Campbell. So that's his squad. You that's know his, better than me. You know I better than us. That's your squad. All I'm saying is is if they're in those meetings, and you, I got an offensive line, and I got one of the best running backs, and I have eight or two serviceable tight ends. And I know I have at least one good receiver, according to my GM, Austin Orman. <laughs> you got one. At least you one. Got one. I can get two or three, and if I get two or three, then I'm then I'm starting to vision Philly's offense. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. If they were close to Philly in their offense, the coach wouldn't be there, the GM wouldn't be there, and they wouldn't be picking number four, or in this case, number three. But now we're just going to go all the way to number seven, and this is the dude I wanted to ask you about. The Raiders, which – I don't. I mean, I don't know if you want to get lo- drafted by the Las Vegas Raiders, but it has them projected to take Devin Witherspoon, cornerback from Illinois, ran a four-four flat forty today in, in his uh, pro day. I wanted to ask you about him because when he when the draft things came out before the combine, he was late first round. Mm-hmm. Now every everything I'm everything I'm seeing and hearing, he's top ten for sure. Seven to the Raiders. Where obviously the Raiders need more than a cornerback, but they feel I mean if this now granted if this all happened, that he is that is he that good to be the number one corner? Yes. Illinois played man to man in your face football on defense. All game long. All game long. They did bruh. And <laughs> I'm not gonna say any names, but the man went on record and said he was gonna hold somebody, he was gonna shut somebody down. Right. And he, he said that before he said that. And he had a good day. I mean, Dude would come up to our sideline talking thousand dollars worth of you know what, and I wanted to say a million dollars worth of you yeah. know what, but well, thousand, he about to get millions of thousand dollars worth of you know what, right? And hey, if you gonna bark about it, you better back it up. And he barked about it and he backed it up. He he's a in your face, he's a Raider style football player. Right? He he backed like Lester Hayes. He's Mike he's a Raider yeah, yeah. style football player. Now he'll he'll take some some gambles every right. now and then, you know, just watching them on film and then seeing them live. Right, but. He was probably the best defensive back I've seen us play against this year. Oh, okay. Then I wanted to just expand on that. Then there's another guy I'm gonna ask you about because it, the next guy I'm gonna ask you about the production isn't equivalent to him, but he's still projected to go first round. What makes Witherspoon from your a former DB? Mm-hmm. So you know, you know when you look at. I know when I see a linebacker out there, like when I see Jack Campbell, I like yeah, okay, I yeah, you know a homeboy gonna be doing his mm-hmm. thing in the league. What does he bring besides you know the mentality? We know he has a mentality because it takes a certain mentality to play man to man. 
not just a, you know every sixth or seventh play. When you ain't even looking to the sideline, you know I got him. Mm-hmm. Physically, what does he bring? He brings it armed. He will bring the wood. No, I'm just talking about is it quick feet? Oh. Is it change of direction? Is it size? Is he got long arms? He's got quick feet. His change of direction is really good. And he uses his body and his hands really well. Right. Now Technique. He, technique. Now, he got away with a couple of holes. Oh, right. But it if you if ain't, ain't cheating, clean, you ain't trying. Right. On the football field, if they don't see, they don't call, call it. It ain't, a it hole. ain't a hole, right? So, he has all the intangibles to me. Just watching him in person, yeah. I don't know how he did at pro day, but you said he, he well, they he just moved up. They said he went four four forty. So that I mean that was like that's good. That they said four four forty is pretty good. So he must have blew it out of the water. But waters at his pro day, right? Um, so they saw what what they thought potentially he could be. And that's why he moved up that board. Mm-hmm. I and saw him in per- everybody's, everybody's board. board. There ain't a board that I've seen that he ain't in the top ten. He's got so it. So that means you you just I call it you when you just put your when you know when you walk in the house, you he, just put your cap down. Yeah. He there. He, he, he So bro. he's showing up to Kansas City to the draft. He's like, you know, hey, mama, we're we gonna be done in an we're hour. We're gonna be done. <laughs> we're gonna be done in an hour. So just you you only need those clothes okay. on for so long, right? So I mean, but see, it, you look. I know they talked a lot about Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, mm-hmm. Joey Porter Jr., who's a different type of corner. Now he's he's a big, he's long, a big, long physical, physical corner, corner that I watched on film, know. and I'm like, jeez. Now and they he, play man, right? And he needs a little bit, probably he, more experience. He needs more coaching. to me, the coaching and development, right? In two years, three years, he's going to be a really good player. Right. Witherspoon is already ready, ready. So you think Witherspoon is day one starter? Day one starter. I got you. The other, okay, I got more guys to ask you because you was over in Ireland. You know what I'm saying? That's the same trip that I, I got. I got bounced from the the the, the docket. <laughs> Isn't it called a docket when you're supposed to be on there? So I was supposed to be on the docket. Somehow I ended up in the docket, but I got to see it up close and personal. So the Chicago Bears, and this this must be like I think sometimes teams send out things to GMs and say, look, we picking him. And I will hold it against you if we don't get to pick him. Because on every mock draft from the time they've started the mock drafts, and since you guys, you know, once the season was over, they got Peter Skaronsky going to the Chicago Bears. And they got him at guard tackle from Northwestern. But homeboy was checking IDs over there in Ireland. So I don't know what they call them, pubs. So, pubs. so, so, so he went to that D line and said, look, man, y'all been trying to get in this pub back here. <laughs> And he was throwing them out. Y'all ain't come with your passports. And he was throwing them out. They man came with their passport and he was still throwing them out. Right. He's strong as an ox. If you certain teams you watch, right? And and I'm not big on watching O line, Mm -hmm. but you watch them and then you're trying to get a feel for the offense. But the foot, the feet, the footwork. I don't want to be like Shaq. Feet work. Shaq says feet work. Yeah, yeah Shaq. So yeah, that's why we got bad. He got ugly feet too. The feet work, but the footwork by certain offensive linemen that you play against, you, mm-hmm. you 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 end up watching and you admire because every person at that position takes the same step mm-hmm. at the same time and they explode mm-hmm. to you. So watching Northwestern's offensive line, pretty physical. Mm-hmm. They're not they don't look good. Coming off the bus, they don't right. look good. Right. But physical at the point of attack and they try to finish you. Right. And that's what that's what he is. He's right. a finisher. He reminds me of Nick Gates. When Nick the played fre- it, the freshman Nick Gates, the freshman Nick Gates. That's what I mean. Nick Nick's a, Nick's a killer. Yeah. 
That's a guy I didn't expect to have the NFL career he did. Who, Nick? Yeah. I, and people think I'm crazy. I used to, when the scouts would come through, I'm like, you ain't going to find a more meaner, nastier guy than Nick Gates. He's a captain now, too. And the position change, I think, helped him. And the position change helped him. He was playing out of position here. But to watch Nick Gates do what he did as a freshman against Randy Malik. He was deboing cats his freshman year. I don't know what he When he he practiced against him? His freshman year, I don't know what he took out there at Gorman. (laughs) That was was a nice little cocktail here. Because I was like, this dude right here, he got issues. Because remember, he was getting penalties and everything. I was like, I like that. He lived on the edge, and that's what you want. That's what you want at that position. That's what this kid reminds me of. He lives on the edge. But, right. the, he, but he don't me, get he don't get enough penalties. But let me ask you this though. Just be honest. Look, we we in the circle of trust. We in the triangle of uh what is it? Triangle of trust, all right? This ain't no circle. This is a triangle. This ain't the Bermuda triangle. This is a triangle <laughs> of trust, man. I watched that game. Which game? North Northwest. Because you weren't because I wasn't on the dock. But I watched that. Everybody in the state watched that game. And I'm watching the old line. I, I seen it. First of all, I'm gonna tell you this. When I looked at the scouting reports when I was in the league and I saw Ski at the <laughs> – you think I'm lying? I said this before. When I when I see Ski, like Dombrowski, uh-huh. g- 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 you know, Pololoski, <laughs> hey, here's what I knew. Them dudes going to have some big old heads. Yep. And they going to be physical yes. and strong as an yes. ox. So, so instead of me playing at 238, I'm playing at 242 because I know it's going to be a head knocker. Okay? He held true. And I'm going to tell you something about him. He looked like a first-round pick because, remember, he started as a true freshman. Yes. And he was just as good as Slater. Yes. Actually, the head coach was talking about him just as much as Slater. But all I'm going to ask you before we move to the other guy is, when Cats was coming to the sidelines, man, was were they scared? To be honest, though, no. Kenny. Because Kenny, so Kenny. I love no way, doing eye checks. Because no. the, with them eyes big, because the way that he was throwing Cats up out the club mm. – I don't know if it was personal or the first game because they only came over. He must have been tired because it was jet lag because they only they came the day before. Yeah. What's two, up? They came two days before. Two days before. Two days before. Yeah, they didn't get no free. They didn't get Man. to do nothing. Did I see big eyes on the sideline during that game? No, because we were winning. Yeah, that's right. We were winning. That's so right. There wasn't any big so that's eyes. Why the, that's why the onside kick was. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey! I'm just here just to ask, man. I ain't gonna just, I ain't gonna clown Bruh. no more. I ain't gonna clown no more. We were winning. So we, we gonna so go. So there wasn't no big eyes on okay. the sideline. All right, all right. So we are gonna go right <laughs> in there. Listen here, for Northwestern to go one and eleven, we have a horrible record, right? Mm-hmm. According to Todd McShay, they got two guys in the first rounds. It's Gronsky, just like Witherspoon. Everyone I've seen, he's been there. The next guy, okay. I'm not even gonna try to be. Uh, like Shaq or, or or Charles Barkley or anybody like that, and try to pronounce this man's name. Okay, I ain't gonna do it. But he played at Northwestern. His name is It Did It Away. I don't even know what the, I, the it, DN. It, it, they call it, him Ade. 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 The D line. Yeah, that's what it's Ade. Ade. Animal. He's six one, two hundred eighty two pounds. Had. According to what we, I mean, his stats said he only had one sack. He was a beast. But he had one. He, but, he's the Anthony Richardson of the defensive line. Yes, like tools off the chart. But yes. I know. Look, he, what he ran a four four nine in the forty. This is this is just quite how big is he? Six one two hundred eighty two pounds. Two eighty two running what? A four four nine. He had and he had his. I mean, but Kenny four four nine speaks for itself. 
and I'm willing to bet you if you pull up most of his film, it's really good. But Kenny, he had one sack though. Okay, let me ask you this: When you watched him, was he good? Yes. Or was or is he like a Mike Mamula or Mike Mamula, and just say you know? No. When when like, when coaches give out their scouting report, mm-hmm. he was one of the guys that were circled like, "Hey, this guy is really good. We need to make sure we 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 we, we keep him off our quarterback." We need to pay attention to him. So he probably had a good stat year the year before. Yes. Yes. So he was one of the ones that was highlighted as one of the good players on that front. Yeah. And I guess sacks wouldn't be because they didn't they weren't very close. They weren't yeah. yeah. He had as a junior thirty six tackles, eight and a half for loss, four and a half sacks and a pick, uh three passes defended, and then as a senior, thirty eight tackles, nine for loss, five sacks. The nine for loss to speak for itself. Okay. Yeah, well, the ESPN was wrong because they said he only had one sack. So, five sacks is actually pretty good. Not, and he played D-tackle. So, you're getting double team. Yeah. And you're getting double team. Nine tackles and six one with nine tackles for loss. That goes to show you how he will he will manhandle a double team every now and then. Nine and tackles he, for a loss? Yeah. And he's from, he from Kansas City. So how this is what I want to ask I, you. Go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. You know ahead. what I'm about to yeah, See, I just set you up right no, there? Yeah, I know I, you I were going with it. I know you were going with it. He's from Kansas City, right down the road. This young man How did he end up in Northwestern? He's from he's from Kansas City, Missouri. Went to North Kansas City North High, City High, High School. School. Okay. I just talked how to his coach. the heck did he go to Chicago, and he ain't nothing but two hours and 15 minutes away from Nebraska? Too short. 6'1". That's what? A, hey. Who said he was too hey, short? Hey, 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 ho, hey. He's six one. Oh. Pretty much. Okay, 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 here's what it is. He's six two. Two hundred and eighty two pounds. And about to go top thirty in the draft. Are you trying to tell me he's too short to do what? Come here? Who said that, man? I'm not you ain't gonna say nothing. I'm not saying no names. Too All short. Right. Protect right. the identity of the uh, formerly employed. Mm. Too All short. Right. How do you project him to go to the league? You think he's going to be a DN or D tackle, or do you think he can do both? I think. Well, I mean, this is our third down. So on third down, where do you think his best position is? Their pass rush because at two hundred eighty-two pounds, he's definitely that's a, you know Aaron Donald as three technique. I put him and he obviously strong as an eye. He's strong. I'll put him over center and just tell him just whoop that center butt. Go get him <laughs> on third down. Go get him, honey. He because he's gonna have the quickness that the center will not be able to. Yeah, because I mean, unless they it. keep that guard in to punch at him, that center ain't got a chance. Yeah, because his vertical was over, well over like 35, 36. Yeah, the third. Oh lord! So that lets you know to get a, to get off the ball is it's for real. To for run real. a four four at two hundred eighty two pounds, that ten yard split got to be off the chart. That ain't no fake. That that no. ain't no fake no. fake fake athlete. Yeah, I talked to his coach about. I was down visiting a certain school, and I mm-hmm. talked to his coach. And did a coach, high school you, coach. Did his coach no. remind you that you guys didn't offer him? No, he didn't remind me. He yeah, told he did. You was no, he you. told me I appreciate everything you did. Tried to get him. His ten yard split one point six one. So, so that really ain't that. That means he gaining momentum. <laughs> oh, he, oh, you better not cut back against him. You yeah. better not be dead. Because he he his coach's words were, "I appreciate everything you try to do. Uh, I can't wait till you get drafted." That's exactly what he said. Well, that happened. I mean, look, man, it's not an exact science. No, it's Recruiting not. and the draft is It's no, not exact science. because he ran a 4-4 don't mean he's going to be good. True. But was he housing stuff against us out there in, in in Ireland? Now, that track was fast, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Was he even that? Was he even faster than? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, all clown. Bruh. He was moving? Yeah. So when you looked out on the sideline, now is he is he a well put together 280? He, he looks good. He looks good. <laughs> he looks good. Bruh, I'm telling you, he looks good. So when you look out there and saw him, you like, yeah, I remember that kid when he was, what, 260 in high school. Not you, not even that. I'm like, like I'm like that dude look like he's gonna bring. He, we got to make sure we 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 got to work out. Got to work out on him. But we was doing it. Though, we, we were. We were. Oof. All right. I just wanted to ask you about that, man. <laughs> yeah, I just thought hey. it was intro. I just saw two Northwestern guys out there. That's pretty amazing to go one and eleven have two first round picks potentially. He go, well, first of all, two dudes are gonna get drafted, and they and they're they gonna get drafted high and go one and eleven. Yeah. So that's, I mean. So let me ask you this: You say that there's two, one on the defensive side of the ball, one on the offensive side of the ball. How many guys do you think you need on both sides of the ball to have a winning? Well, hold on now. Okay, redhead Kingpin, who's actually from Minnesota, though the running back, twenty six, that <laughs> uh-huh. looked like Larry Zonka. He getting drafted too. He's projected to go to the third, fourth round. So, but what I'm so my, don't don't no, don't. My question to you is: How many guys does it take? Draftable guys. N- not not even draftable guys. Good players. On both sides of the ball, you need at least in football to win at least six. On both sides of the ball, see Ohio State got eleven. <laughs> in Georgia, and them got eleven. Like we, we need six. Okay. Georgia's got twelve or thirteen. Yeah, they got dudes back. They, they got, got they got dudes just waiting to go first yeah. round, just chilling over there eating, drinking so Gatorade. That's the point I'm trying to make. We need six. We need at least at, at least, least five. Because you got some. The good thing about sometimes on the offensive line and defensive line. As long as they can walk and chew gum, you can kind of hide him. But, but you ain't hiding. I'm just straight up. He's telling straight, the truth. Straight He's up, you truth. can hide him. You can right hide now, him. As long as, as long as you play offensive line and everybody's, you know, you know inside, the right inside way, zone going to the right, the right you can kind of hide him. Now, if everybody's going right and you go left and then you knock the tackle tight end off, then that's it. Seen that a couple now, times. But but let me tell you, but you can't hide anybody in the defensive backfield. You can't. You can kind of hide some people sometimes. In the linebacker, you know, you know, linebacker, you can hide some guys, and really, you can accentuate less athletic guys out there on the edges because they could either be really good blockers or they could be really good possession receivers. You know what I mean? Not everybody needs to be a Randy Moss that plays receiver. So you, you only really, you need some six or seven dudes out there. But generally, you know, especially across the line, you need five to eight, nine, nine guys that all work well together. You can. You can hide a defensive back, not a safety. Hide a corner. You can hide a corner. You can put him to the field because nine times out of ten, they're not throwing that ball outside the numbers. It's Most a long of the time, throw. that's a long right. throw. You don't have quarterbacks in college that can make yeah. that throw. That's what we're going to ask you about coming back. I'm going to ask you about another defensive back that was in this. That was in this, and I, I, I know he's a good athlete. I know he played at a team where they did really well. But I think he's going to get his butt tore out the frame at the league. So we're going to go to break, and I'm going to ask you about this dude because when I saw him in the top 60 picks. Can I guess? You can guess afterwards. Okay. You can guess after this break. Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite. We diving into this big – we're going to just, just – we're going to talk about every Big Ten player that's on this thing. Right? Let's Including do it. the Nebraska players. Jay Let's Foreman, Kenny Wilhite. We'll be right back. 